Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. I am your host. And we meant to have this episode out last night. We were having a little bit of uh, technical difficulties with the computer. So uh, sorry that this was not out last night, but we did, you know, we'll at least make sure that we've got all of the information out that you guys need for uh, for the weekend, for the most part, uh, before the Thursday night football game. Um, one of the things that we wanted to start doing is we wanted to start doing a DFS show. And so usually we record Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Uh, the Tuesday night one obviously got interrupted. That was going to be what tonight's show was. And then tonight's show was supposed to be a DFS show. We will try to get that in uh, probably Thursday if we can. So all that to say, it's good to talk with you guys tonight. Uh, real quick, before we get started, make sure to hit that subscribe button, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh Spotify, wherever you listen to our podcast, we would really appreciate if you would take the time to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, make sure to like the episode. Please give us a rating or review so we can, you know, learn what you like, what you don't like. Um, give us a give us a, a little bit of a um, barometer on on what you what you think we could improve on. We would greatly appreciate that. And also, if you could please, if you enjoy these episodes, please share them out to your friends and family who do fantasy football. Just not the ones that are in your league. So uh, with all that being said, I think we are good to go. So why don't we go ahead and hop into today's headlines. Today's headlines. All right. And to start off the headlines, we are looking at uh, the Thursday night football game. And I got to say everything the the running back position is looking extremely thin for Thursday night football. Um, 49ers running backs Matt Breida and Raheem Mostert, both of who, both of which uh, did not practice on Tuesday. Um, I don't believe they practiced today either, um, or they were at least listed as did not practice. Um, Jeff Wilson suffered a stinger in Sunday's game, so who knows if he'd actually be healthy. So the only the only running back we actually think is even healthy is Tevin Coleman, which um, you know he's never really been the sole guy before usually there's been someone to kind of take part of the load so we will see how that works uh with uh with tevin coleman for tomorrow night or actually when you're listening to this tonight uh during the thursday night football game um the other the other uh one to look at in terms of the thursday night football game is the fact that uh chase edmonds has already been uh has is already out They've already made that announcement. Uh, David Johnson will be a um, a game time decision, but that they are going to run a a running back by committee for this game, which I don't know how much that's going to help um, because this the the Cardinals are going up against one of the you know the second best defense in the league, so um, not uh, not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of help there, so. Um, the next story, Andy Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton got benched, uh, officially. He is, uh, going to start week or he is, uh, he is now done, uh, in terms of starting, 
uh, Ryan Finley is going to start going into week uh, 10 after the week 9 bye. So that gives him a, t- a couple weeks to really get uh, uh, some first team reps and see how he can do. Um, so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Andy Dalton actually found out about that on his birthday, which really sucks. So uh, moving on, our next story. James Conner. As of right now, is expected to be a game-time decision. However, he did not practice today. Um, Jalen Samuels, however, did get in a full practice. So it's looking more and more likely that Jalen Samuels is going to be the running back to run with in uh, the game against the Colts. Uh, His ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and able to run the ball um, helps his abilities and helps his fantasy uh, value for this game. Uh, Even though the Colts are pretty good against, uh, against running backs, uh, I I still believe in in Samuel's ability um, and and everything that he can do, not only uh, running the ball but catching it out of the backfield. So um, the next story we wanted to look at: uh, Brandon Cooks is going to see a specialist uh, for concussions uh, after he received a second concussion uh, in a month. Uh, what Sean McVay said on a conference call with reporters is that Brandon Cooks um, was placed into concussion protocol for the second time in a month, but McVeigh says he's quickly asymptomatic. They want to find out what's uh, what exactly is going on. So while he is out, I believe that uh, Josh Reynolds is definitely a... He is a flex-type play um, because of how much the, uh, the Rams run through wide receivers. Now, I understand that they have not been as potent as they were last year this offense and really the only potent one in this offense right now is uh is Cooper Cup. That being said, I think that Josh Reynolds could provide flex appeal um obviously not this week cuz the Rams are on a bye, but in week t- from week 10 on um if Brandon Cooks misses time. So that is definitely something to watch. Um a couple other things to look at. Drew Locke has officially been medically cleared um to come off of IR. Uh, the pa- the the in the last couple of days the Patriots and the Falcons have both released their kickers. Um, Jags placed Marquise Lee on IR with a shoulder injury, and uh, got a couple more things here. Devontae Adams ran routes faster today at practice than he did in the last week, so with no helmets for everyone. Um, so it looks like he may be getting ready to play this next week, which I think would be a boost, obviously to to Aaron Rodgers. Not that he's needed much of one throwing the ball, you know, out of the backfield to Aaron Jones. Um, multiple Redskins players have started to sound like Dwayne Haskins will be making his first start on Sunday. Uh, could be just an indication of what they saw in practice today, which would completely change tomorrow. Uh, but they're preparing as if it's happening. It looks like that Dwayne Haskins has done well enough in practice. They feel like he is making enough strides forward to be the starter um on Sunday we will see uh we'll wait until we you know find out more from the the practice notes and everything uh on the next uh, couple days to see whether or not he actually does get the start if he does unfortunately that drops Terry McLaurin's stock even though they you know they had great rapport at uh um at Ohio State Haskins has just struggled getting the ball out and making accurate throws so uh, for me, unfortunately, Terry McLaurin would be a, a rough sell right now if Haskins it does become the starting quarterback. So, 
Um, and it looks like, going through my last little bit of notes, okay, it looks like that is it. So uh, what we will go ahead and do now is we will go ahead and do our quick little uh, a, a quick little commercial break. And then we will hop right into this week's game previews, uh, starting with the Thursday night football game and going all the way through Sunday night football, um, giving our fantasy analysis of the week. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back. Why don't we go ahead and hop into this week's game previews for week nine of the fantasy football season uh, and of the NFL season. Uh, We're going to go over these games. It's hard to believe that we're already in the second half of fantasy season. Um, And so why don't we go ahead and hop into this? We will start with the Thursday night football game. The 49ers at the Cardinals, starting with the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo and, G- and and George Kittle have really cake matchups this week. Going up against the defense and the Cardinals that gives up the most fantasy points to both quarterbacks and tight ends. While Garoppolo, for the most part, I have as a uh, high-end quarterback to possibly a low-end quarterback one. Uh, I have George Kittle as my number one tight end for this week in my rankings. So, as far as the rest of the team goes, while... Uh, Sanders does provide a boost to this passing offense. Debo Samuel, uh, they're using him in multiple ways. I still want to see more. I think it could be a, a good indication in this game to see what uh, what they do with Sanders, Debo Samuel, um, Marquise Goodwin, and how they integrate all three of them along with George Kittle in the passing game. For the most part, this team has relied on the running game. And so, uh, as far as Sanders go, I have goes. I have him as a low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three, uh, at least for now. Uh, Coleman should be in for a good game, especially if he's the only healthy running back. He should uh, put up decent numbers against a struggling Cardinals defense. As far as the Cardinals go, there's no one I really like at all in terms of fantasy for this game. Really, if you can if you can avoid the Cardinals in this Thursday night football game, I would. I understand some of you may have Murray as your only quarterback. He, uh, the the 49ers are the um, second best, third second best against quarterbacks in terms of giving up fantasy fantasy points. Third second best to quarterbacks, third best to running backs, third best to wide receivers, and best against tight ends. It is going to be tough sledding for this Cardinals offense to really get anything going. Uh, as a on a personal note, I hope they do. Uh, I hope they beat the 49ers. That I would just I love seeing the 49ers get beat, especially as a Seahawks fan, as you can see from all the paraphernalia behind me. That being said, I think that the 49ers absolutely rock the Cardinals in this one. Kyler Murray is the the best quote unquote fantasy option I have in this one. I have as a as a mid quarterback two to high quarterback two. I do not see him putting up 
really even low end quarterback one numbers unless he manages somehow to escape this offense or defensive line uh, to run a little bit. So moving on to the next game, the Texans versus the Jaguars. Uh, this game will be taking place in jolly old London town. Uh, starting with the Texans, Watson is going up against a mediocre defense in terms of giving up fantasy points. Watson should be a top 10 um, quarterback uh, in this game for your fantasy teams. Uh, I really can't trust the the Duke and Carlos Hyde um, tandem in terms of running back production for fantasy. It's just it's hard to tell who's going to get the workload. For the most part, they're doing a whole lot of passing. So uh, Hopkins should still be in for a good for a good game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is no longer there. So that should still provide a, a decent amount of work for um, for Watson and Hopkins. Kenny Stills, I think, can still provide some value. And DeAndre Carter, uh, I, I think Stills is probably a, a flex play in 12-team leagues. DeAndre Carter, more of a flex play in 14-16 team leagues. Uh, as far as the... the tight ends go it's kind of gone back and forth between Atkins and Fells I think Fells is actually starting to emerge as the tight end of choice in this offense so for that reason I think I would prefer to have Fells the Jaguars do give up the 12th most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position so Fells could be a decent streaming option in this game as far as Jaguars go uh, the Texans their defensive secondary bleeds points to quarterbacks and to uh wide receivers they give up the second most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position seventh most to the quarterbacks so Minshew should have a a, a good time um throwing to dj jark uh westbrook and uh chris Connolly. uh i know that chark was dealing with uh some sort of some sort of ailment uh i have not seen anything to uh think that he is going to miss this game at least as of yet so uh for that for that reason i am still okay uh to have him in my lineups i believe he's still you know top seven or eight in terms of fantasy production in half point ppr uh fournette may have a little bit tough sledding um i i'm he's usually a, a running back one i'm having him in the mid to high running back two range for this game as the texans um, are a top 10 defense in terms of giving up the fewest fantasy points to running backs. Moving on, the Redskins versus the Bills. This is not the game that you would want Dwayne Haskins to start out against. Uh, the Bills are the fourth, fifth best uh, in terms of giving up fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, they give up a lot of running yards, so Peterson may be in for a decent game in this one, uh, as well as Chris... Uh, Thompson, a little brain fart there, uh, as well as Chris Thompson uh, catching the ball out of the backfield. The uh, the Bills defense is also the second best against wide receivers and third best against tight ends. So this could be a little bit of tough sledding for the rookie if he does end up getting the start against Buffalo in Buffalo this week. I still have McLaurin as a probably a mid... I probably have him in the, the low teens, high 20s for this week uh, against the Redskins. If it's Keenum, I'd probably put him in the mid-teens. Mid um, as far as the Bills go, uh, Josh Allen going up against the middle-of-the-road defense in terms of uh, go, uh, giving up points to the fantasy giving up fantasy points to the quarterback position. Singletary and Gore, they have a pretty easy matchup. Uh, you know, one of the ten worst teams in terms of uh, defense giving up fantasy points to the running back position. I like Singletary as a as a minimum 
at minimum flex play. Um, I think he's a flex play in 10 team leagues. I think he's an RB2 in 12 team leagues. Uh, Gore, more of a flex play in 12 team leagues because of the fact that Singletary not only runs the ball but also catches the ball out of the backfield. John Brown and Beasley, uh, they are going up uh, against a weak defensive secondary that gives up the 10th most amount of points to the fantasy, uh, fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Both should be in for a solid game. I actually have Cole Beasley as one of my uh, sleeper picks this week, especially in DFS lineups. I think that he could be a little bit of a steal in a uh, little bit of a steal in a value play for um, not so much in cash games, but or yeah, in cash games, not so much for tournament play. That's what I meant to say. Um, and Dawson Knox, uh, really have, waiting to see him actually have a really big game in terms of tight end production. Um, Redskins are middle road against tight ends, so for, for now, I'm still leaving Knox off of the fantasy radar. Moving on, the Titans going to the Panthers. Panthers play uh, pretty well against quarterbacks in terms of fantasy production. Uh, Tannehill, I think, can still have a decent game against the Panthers. Uh, even the uh, even the 49ers who don't really do much with their off or with their passing game were able to move the ball pretty well against the Panthers. Though, again, most of the damage was done by uh, Tevin Coleman in the run game. Hunter Henry is in for a pretty nice matchup. Uh, the Panthers give up the fifth most amount of fantasy points to the running back position, so Derrick Henry should be a solid running back one for this week. A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Um, I still have them as you know mid mid wide receiver threes, the mid teens to mid thirties um, in terms of their production. AJ Brown, I probably still have a little bit higher than Davis. It seems like he is developing a little bit more of a rapport with Tannehill than Davis is. And as of right now, um, not the best matchup uh, for the Panthers or for the Titans uh, tight ends going up against the Panthers. But Jonu Smith has has really had a great couple of weeks. Uh, with Tannehill now at the quarterback, I believe that he could be uh, a solid DFS play. Again, probably only for cash games as a value play at tight end to get some more work somewhere else. Um, but definitely could end up with a touchdown in this game. As far as the Panthers go, the Titans defense has been pretty solid against running backs and um, and wide receivers. That being said, uh McCaffrey is still going to be a running back one. Even if I don't have him as a top five running back, I will have him like the seven to nine range, which is still top 10 running back. Um, that's the lowest I'm going to go with him. Even last week when I thought he had a tough tough uh, matchup against the 49ers, I still had him, I want to say, as running back seven, So, which I think he ended up being running back five or six. Uh, so that being said, I think that McCaffrey is a, a starter no matter what. Uh, Moore and Samuel... Against this, like I said, against this Titans defense, uh, top 10 in terms of uh, giving up fantasy points, in terms of best teams and giving up fantasy points to the wide receiver position, they may struggle a little bit. Kyle Allen may struggle a little bit. I think Greg Olson may uh, may put one in the end zone as the Titans struggle against the tight ends. Uh, Greg Olson is a solid streaming. Uh, well, I believe he's still possibly a top 10 tight end. Um if he's not, he is definitely uh, a, a on the streaming options for tight end this week. Moving on to the Vikings and the Chiefs. This could be a Vikings type of game. Um, Cousins and Cousins is in for a, a game where he's going up against a team that gives up the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Uh, Cook is going to run all over the place. He is one of my top uh, one of my top five running backs for this week. The the Chiefs bleed points uh, fantasy points to the running backs. It's a little bit tougher on the wide receivers. 
uh, in terms of the what the Chiefs give up. Um, I think that Diggs is still he's in that high end uh, wide receiver two conversation, not quite in the wide receiver one conversation. Thielen is still doing individual drills. We will need to watch to see if he's actually going to be available for the game against the Chiefs. Um, and for right now, I'm still not uh, a big believer in the Vikings um, in the Vikings tight ends. Not enough consistent production uh, for me to want to use either of them in fantasy as of this point. Matt Moore could be in for an okay game. The Vikings have struggled a little bit in the in the past defense. Um, that being said, he's got the he's got the the weapons to get it done. So I think that Moore is a solid second quarterback in two quarterback leagues but that's about it uh mccoy and williams the the vikings are great against the run game so i would have a hard time uh really using them as any more than a flex play in 12 team leagues uh if you have other options i would go with it as far as the wide receivers go hill hardman and watkins hill is obviously a a, a wide receiver one Hardman is more in that wide receiver three conversation along with watkins until i see watkins actually be healthy for long periods of time and put up, you know, decent numbers other than just week one. Um, I still can't put him any higher than a wide receiver three. Travis Kelsey has a little bit of a tough matchup again against the Vikings. I still think that he is at minimum low end tight end one production in this game. The Jets versus the Dolphins. I think the Jets get back on the right track and beat the Dolphins in this one. Darnold uh, going up against the team. The Dolphins give up the fourth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback, second most to running backs, sixth most to wide receivers, 19th most to the tight end. So I believe that Darnold really gets back on track, throwing the ball to not only Bell but also to Jameson Crowder. He's the one I have uh, as the more likely to get a lot of production, uh, consistent production in terms of the Jets' offense uh, now that Darnold is back. Anderson is hit or miss. He basically is all dependent on deep balls, uh, which obviously the Dolphins showed that they could give up very easily in the Pittsburgh game. That being said, I still think I would take Crowder a little bit over Anderson. I think they both have wide receiver two upside for this week. Bell is a top 10 running back. Darnold, I think uh, high-end quarterback two, could put up quarterback one numbers again. It is the Dolphins' defense, but I still have him as a as a high quarterback two for this week. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I'm still not using him in fantasy if I don't have to. Uh, although the the Jets do give up a, a fair amount of points, they're about middle of the road in terms of giving up points to the quarterback position. I could see Fitzpatrick putting up low end or high end quarterback two numbers this week. Walton and Ballage. Walton, I think, is the better option. Obviously, he is the one getting more work. Uh, the Jets do struggle a little bit against the uh, against running backs. Walton is still a, a running back three at most for me right now just because of how bad this Dolphins offense is. And the defense, they're going to be throwing the ball because they have no choice because they'll get behind. Parker, Williams, and Wilson, the Jets give up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, I think, are obviously the, the more likely to get a whole lot of work. Um, Williams actually leads the uh, Dolphins in terms of target percentage. I believe around 25% of the targets have gone to Preston Williams. So he is he is the, the player I like most. Still, all of them are NOLA higher than wide receiver three or four. Moving on, the Bears versus the Eagles. Trubisky. Uh, mid to low quarterback two still. 
Um, I know that the the Bear or the Eagles defense isn't great against quarterbacks. They give up the most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers, which is helpful. Um, that being said, Trubisky still has not shown any consistency whatsoever this year. This has just been a bad year for the Bears, so I think we should just call them the bad news Bears now. Uh, in terms of uh, in terms of the running backs, Montgomery finally did or was finally allowed to do what everyone in the fantasy community who you know was high on David Montgomery said they should be doing. Will they continue to do that? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Um, I think the Montgomery should be continually just being fed the ball. I think that Cohen should be used more in the passing game, whether it be from the slot or out of the backfield. Um. A-Rob, I think, is still, I think he's a wide receiver two uh, for this game, mid to low wide receiver two for this game. Uh, Trey Burton, I still don't think is fantasy relevant. As far as the Eagles go, uh, the Bears are pretty tough against um, against quarterbacks. Wentz, I still think, can put up wide receiver one numbers. He is, he is that good. He does have the running ability. Um, the problem is that the Bears' backfield is uh, giving up uh, the third least amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position so it could be a little bit tough sledding for him although Ertz hopefully can get things going and it's not just Dallas Goddard getting the ball um as of you know we're getting to the point now soon where Dallas Goddard may start outscoring Ertz well he's already been outscoring him on a regular basis so Ertz I still have as a mid to low end tight end one just because of his ability his proven track record and eventually they got to start throwing him the ball anyways uh, as far as uh, Jeffrey, wide receiver three, Wentz, again, can put up wide or quarterback one numbers. I'd have him on the low end of quarterback one, more likely high end quarterback two. Howard and Sanders are both low end running back two, simply because we don't know who's going to be getting the ball the most. That kind of committee sucks for doing uh, rankings. Uh, the Colts versus the Steelers, Jacoby Brissett um, may struggle a little bit this week against Steelers defense. It's very tough against uh, quarterbacks they are in the top 10 in terms of giving up the least amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position Brissett I have as a mid to high mid quarterback to uh, Marlon Mack it's gonna be a little bit tough slaying for him the Steelers have been very tough as well against the run um, that being said Marlon Mack has shown himself to be a bit of a workhorse so I think that he could still get some production in this game I think this will be a low-scoring game. I would like to see Marlon Mack get the touchdown in this one, but it very likely could be going to one of the tight ends. Um, T.Y. Hilton is the only wide receiver of fantasy relevance in this game. I have him as a mid-to-low wide receiver, two for this. Again, the Steelers have been playing pretty solid defense so far. Uh, Doyle and Ebron still high-end tight end twos is all I can do it because, again, we're dealing with two guys that they've had pretty much, pretty for the most part, equal uh, work. It has started to lean towards Ebron a little bit more in the last couple weeks. That being said, I still think they're there's both high end, tight end twos, uh, at best, even with the Steelers giving up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position. Moving on over to the Steelers side, Rudolph Mason Rudolph, uh, mid round, he's a mid quarterback two in this one. Uh, really depends on how much the uh, the wide receivers are getting uh, are getting loose. Um, Samuels could have some tough sledding. The Colts are the ninth best team in terms of giving up fantasy points to the running back position. So Samuels, I still have as a running back too because of his ability to catch the ball in the backfield. 
Uh, Mason Rudolph has done a lot of dump-offs over the last little bit, so um, that could be very uh, advantageous for Samuels and his effectiveness, especially in half-point and full-point PPR leagues. Juju showed that he still can be a top wide receiver in this league this last week. Uh, granted, it was against the Dolphins. Um, Juju I have as a wide receiver too. Uh, Deont uh, Deontay Johnson I have as a wide receiver three with some upside. Vance McDonald I have as the highest ranked tight end in this game. Uh, with the Colts giving up the seventh most amount of fantasy points, I have McDonald as a low end tight end one. Five more games to go. Uh, the Lions versus the Raiders, uh, I believe, looking at it, I think I have the Lions winning this one. Um, Stafford, looking at the, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, to be completely honest. I think this is going to be very, I think it's going to be very good for uh, fantasy owners overall. Looking at the Raiders' defense, Stafford is going up against a team that gives up the second most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback, fifth most to wide receiver, third most to tight end. So Hawkinson may actually put up tight end one numbers this week for the first time since week one. Um, Galladay and Jones, I think, are in for solid weeks. Ty Johnson, McKissick, I think they may get used a little bit. I'm not quite believers in them. I think they may let Stafford throw the ball all over the yard in this one. I think... Kind of the same thing is going to be happening for the Raiders. The Lions give up the sixth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback, third most to running back. So I think that Jacobs is in for a really solid game this week. Uh, should put up, very well could put up wide, uh, running back one numbers. Uh, I have him, I believe, as a low-end running back one for this week. Tyrell Williams should be solid. Uh, wide receiver two. Darren Waller is a tight end one. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, I have... Stafford and Carr both as low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two, kind of on that ridge. Kind of, It'll all depend, again, digging more into the matchups a little bit to see who I move around in that area. Uh, moving on to the Buccaneers visiting the Seahawks. Jameis Winston, the, uh, quarter, the uh, Seahawks give up the 11th most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position, so Winston could be in for a decent game here. Uh, the Seahawks have been somewhat tough against uh, running backs and wide receivers, they are, I believe, the 11th best team in terms of giving up fantasy points to both those positions. However, they bleed points to the tight end, and Cameron Brake could be in for a very solid week this week. Um, O.J. Howard still has not been practicing, so I believe that Brake will get the start at the tight end position. The Seahawks give up the fourth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position, and so Brake could be a very solid uh, streamer for this week. I think he is a tight end that I think could be a value play to be used in tournament lineups if you don't want to spend a whole lot on your tight end for this week. Um, moving on to the Seahawks. Oh, Winston I have as a uh, potential quarterback one. It all depends on, you know, I think he could put up quarterback one numbers. I think he's going to throw the ball all over the yard. I think that's the only way that they're going to get anything going against the Seahawks defense. At the same time, Winston could also throw five interceptions and only 200 yards, get benched, um, and you know put up you know the 25th you know be quarterback 25 this week. So I've I've got him in it. I've got him in a league in a 14 team league. I'm running with him because my only other option is Trubisky. So Winston's what I'm going with. Uh, moving on to the Seahawks. This should be a very good game, honestly, for the Seahawks offense. Um, the Wilson, I mean, the Buccaneers give up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterbacks, seventh most to wide receivers, uh, second most to tight ends. Now, because of the tight end issue, 
Um, this is actually going to go two different ways for me. I think that Jacob Hollister could get a little more work um, as the receiving tight end. That's more of what he does. Luke Wilson only gets about one or two catches a game. It just so happens that one of those may be for a touchdown. Anyways, uh, other than that, I think that because of how they play against tight ends, DK Metcalf could be a solid uh, tournament play this week. I know he got two touchdowns last week, three catches, 15 yards, two touchdowns, both really close to the, in the in the red zone. Um, I think that DK could be could put up big yards this week if they use him how I think they do they will against this Buccaneers offense uh, or Buccaneers defense I think DK could be a, like I said a really solid play I have him as a high-end wide receiver three low-end wide receiver two right now I'm not gonna put him any higher than that just because I think that's about the average of where he could end up for this week the the he could also at the same time put up high-end wide receiver two numbers this week so uh Lockett I have right on that corner of wide receiver one wide receiver two just with how solid he has been I believe he's still a top 15 wide receiver and half point PPR so Chris Carson is going to struggle in this game I believe because the Buccaneers have held uh multiple big time running backs to not a lot of yards uh Tevin Coleman who you know ran all over the Panthers uh they held Christian McCaffrey to uh, only a few rushing yards, I want to say 60 rushing yards, somewhere in that area. So um, Carson, I think, could struggle. I think this is all going to be about the passing game in Seattle. Um, and so this could be another one of those high-scoring games that's very big on the fantasy uh, fantasy uh, production. Moving on, three more games. The Browns at the Broncos. I think the Broncos are probably going to win this one. Uh, they are the third best against giving, or in terms of giving up fantasy points to the quarterback position. So Mayfield is going to struggle. I think they get to him, sack him a couple times. I think the Broncos would be a great defense to play this week against the Browns. Um, they they're middle of the road against uh, running backs, so Chubb could be in for a solid week. OBJ and Landry have been terrible this year. Um, I can't believe how many times I've seen balls hit. Uh, Beckham's hands and he hasn't come down with the catch so for that reason I think that the Browns struggle um, Chubb is the only fantasy highlight in this one I think that he is still a running back one just simply because he does catch the ball out of the backfield and gets the points that way especially in half point and full point PPR so um, as far as the Broncos go um, I am not using Brandon Allen as a quarterback um, I think it brings down Sutton's value just a little bit Lindsey and Freeman uh, should be in for good games. The uh, Browns defense give up the 10th most amount of fantasy points to running backs. So Lindsey and Freeman should both be solid um, running back twos for this week. Moving on, the Packers visiting the Chargers. I think that there's still enough turmoil in L.A. with the Chargers. And since about 80% of the game or 80% of the crowd at uh, the stadium for the Chargers is probably going to be Packers fans, uh, I think that they continue to struggle even after firing even after firing Ken Wisenhunt. I think the Packers come out with the win. Rodgers may struggle a little bit. Again, the Chargers are pretty decent against wide receivers and uh, quarterbacks, giving up the tenth least amount of fantasy points at both those positions. However, they struggle against running backs, so Aaron Jones could go off. I believe that Jamal Williams in fourteen team leagues and higher is a flex play, possibly in twelve team leagues if you're dealing with bye weeks. Um, but Aaron Jones is going to be a top, probably a top five running back this week. If 
Devontae Adams is back. I have him as a mid-wide receiver two to high-wide receiver two, um, simply because I don't know how gingerly they're going to work him with his uh, with his foot. Uh, MVS, Lazard, Allison, wide receiver threes and lower. Jimmy Graham, um, the Chargers middle of the road against uh, tight ends, so I think Jimmy Graham is a low-end tight end one. Rodgers is still... He's moved up to the quarterback seven on the season. I think he's low-end quarterback one in this one. I still think that he has enough production, but Aaron Jones is going to get most of it. Uh, Rivers, I still have as a mid-quarterback two. I just haven't seen the production from him. The Packers have struggled against running backs, giving up the six most amount of fantasy points to him. So Eckler and Gordon could be in for solid games. This could be finally the time where they get the running game going for the Chargers. Uh, Keenan Allen I have as a mid-wide receiver, too, until I see different. I can't put him any higher than that, even though after the first three weeks he was wide receiver one. Since then, he's been about wide receiver 40. So, Hunter Henry is a tight end one. It's about the only position that Rivers has been able to throw to consistently. Moving on to the Sunday night football game, the Patriots versus the Ravens. Um, the Patriots, Tom Brady, I have as a wide receiver one. Michelle and White both as wide receiver twos and half point and full point PPR. Um, Edelman is a wide receiver two that could provide wide receiver one upside like he did this past week. Uh, Sanu and Dorsett, wide receiver threes. Ben Watson, uh, I don't have as fantasy relevant this week. Moving on to the Ravens, the only one I really trust is going to be Lamar Jackson because the fact that he can run the ball. And that's going to be what helps his uh, fantasy production. I have him as a mid to low quarterback one. Again, the Patriots are the best team against quarterbacks, the best team against running backs, the best team against wide receivers, and the second best team against tight ends. So it is going to be very difficult, in my opinion, for the Ravens to do a lot against this Patriots defense. I understand the Patriots have played a lot of cupcake teams. They played the Jets. They played Miami. They've played the... Who else have they played? Uh, they play the Steelers. Uh, so they played a lot of teams that just really are not very good. So that being said, I still think the Patriots are a solid defense, just seeing from what they've done, because they've absolutely demolished, continually demolished bad teams like they should. So um, I think the Ingram, low-end running back two in this game. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Boykins, Sneed. I don't really like any of them. I think they're all wide receiver threes. What's going to carry Lamar Jackson's his legs this week? So uh, Andrews is a top, still a top five or six or maybe seven uh, tight end. Um, I have him as a mid to low tight end one this week. Again, the Patriots defense is just that good. All right. Well, that is it. I did it under 40 minutes. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure, again, hit that subscribe button. Um... We'll hope that you guys will join us. I'm going to try to get a DFS episode in this week. It'll probably be Saturday, just being honest. So uh, thank you again so much for listening. My name is Ryan Skullrude. You've been listening to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, and we will talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.